All right. 10 10. Well, great job. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> How do you feel? I feel okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I was telling Josh, um, sometimes you feel a little loose in some of the things that you've prepared yeah. and present. And, and every once in a while, you just have to shift things. Um, it can be nerve wracking. Yet, if you feel like it's, if you feel like you've prepared, uh, planned, prayed up, and if the Lord through the Holy Spirit wants to go a different direction, it feels fine. It's when yeah. you're not prepared and not pl uh, prayed up and planned up and you're just talking is when it gets real nerve wracking. Yeah. But it, sure. I felt really fine. I could have stopped Good. at any moment and went a whole different direction. I felt fine. Good. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thanks. Um, obviously, starting a series, mm -hmm. kind of a typical beginning of the year series yeah. to reorient us into the core values sure. or foundational things of yeah. what Renaissance is about. The first one being all because of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I wonder this, um, when you planted the church, did you know then that that was a value of the church? Or Ooh. did over time you realized we're, we're, we're all because of Jesus here? That's so, that's so good. Good, good, good. Real good question, Joe. Um, no, I did not know that all because of Jesus would be a foundational or core value. What I did have as values were some of the things that I mentioned earlier, that it would be fun, it would be clean, it would be excellent, and we labored into excellent. It wasn't until a couple years later that I began to realize, those are wonderful, but there's something even underneath that that's holding all the other stuff up, and that is Jesus. It is Jesus. The reason we want it to be fun is so that a, a, a good representation of Jesus could be presented. Yeah. We, we want it to be safe because there's safeness, safety in Jesus. We want it to be excellent or excellent because Jesus is worthy of our excellence and all of that. So underneath all of that was a, a hidden one that I had to unearth like year two or three. I don't even remember. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it was 2000, if I looked in my notes, I think 2014 or 15 was the first time we ever spoke about three core values. Yeah. That's a, a pretty cool thing to realize that you didn't run out of the gate with that, but over time, the Lord kind of showed you, yeah. hey, look, it, this this is really what's behind all that you're doing. Does that help focus in more on the things that you do then once you realize? Yeah, it can. Yeah. It can. And it'll help you eliminate noise. You know, if you, if you kind of have an idea, like it, I mentioned drift. I don't know if I said it in a sermon, but when I was talking to Joe and praying this morning, I talked about drift, that it's real easy to just drift towards excellence or drift drift mm -hmm. towards something else. And with that core value stated, it's easy to go, okay, we're doing something that's just a little wrong. Wrong's maybe the wrong word, but just that's not completely tethered to or buoyed to Jesus. We wanna be that always and forever. That's good. You, you get to realize what to say yes to and what to say no to. Yeah. Based on that. You uh, mentioned in Acts chapter two that Peter bookends his sermon with uh, Jesus. Yeah, he begins good. it with Jesus and ends it with Jesus. Really yeah. great. Uh, what a what a difficult and easy example to follow, huh? Yeah, oh, totally. Difficult because it's so easy to talk about things that aren't Jesus, but easy because that's the message. That's the message. <laughs> Preach Jesus. Yeah, always and forever. The real challenge oftentimes in the work that, that I do and what you used to do, and probably will do again at some point, preaching, you know, is um, it's, the, the, it's Jesus is the preach. 
He's the story. Yeah. It's, it's how do we relate it yes. to the people in the context of the story. Um, was it uh, was it Spurgeon? Oh, Joe, you're gonna have to help me with this. But he he heard someone preach once or something, and he says, "I thought that was a great exposition exposition of the text. I think all of it all was wonderful, but you never got it to Jesus." Mm. And he says, "Yeah, but Jesus wasn't in the text." And he said, "Jesus is in every text." Is that yeah, Spurgeon? I think so. Yeah, okay. it's one of the old old preachers yeah. who, who said that thing. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, it's this weird double-edged sword because it could be an incredible monologue that is really fun to listen to or engaging but if Jesus isn't the subject matter it does nothing for us wow or it can be only about Jesus and done in a boring and dry and non-engaging way and it does nothing to help us it does nothing for us no one's paying attention oh that's so good blah 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 Jesus so yeah. what a what a what a double-edged sword it is to I know. try and preach well. I felt a little bit of that even today as I was preaching. And I, I, I even said, uh, I've said this ad nauseum. Like, you're probably already sick of me saying this, but it's because of Jesus. And in that moment, I, I realized um, you've got to find creative ways to tell this story. Mm. Which is maybe why song is so great, which yeah. is why uh, video elements, other creative elements are so key to the presentation of the gospel, not just the preach. The preach for sure, yeah. But all the other components as well, because I felt like I felt it was getting a little tired. Really? But it ain't getting tired. No, this story no. of Jesus yeah. is gonna go. Yeah. And when presented in a holistic sensory experience for people, really mm. captures our attention and holistic brings us sensory <laughs> experience. Is that what this is? Isn't it? I think Isn't so. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we need to come closer yeah. to Jesus? Is have all of our senses engaged uh, somehow. Yeah. And so even touch to the point of experiencing with another person, a handshake or a hug, maybe not as much as we used to, yeah. but will one day again, all of that can happen in the church. Wow. Um, and when Jesus is the subject matter or the thing that's bringing that all together, what a wonderful life-changing experience oh, huge. that is. Um, uh, one thing you said, you asked this question, why do I, you said, why do we build our lives on things that aren't Jesus? Uh, and so I wrote that down. I'm like, why do I build my life on other things that aren't Jesus? Because I do. Yeah. And I, I came up with two answers for myself. I was just saying, we, because people want to know the answer to this question, Joe. Why do you build your <laughs> life? No, but we all have to wrestle yeah. with this at some point. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, wow. If I really think about that, these are the reasons why. Oh, wow. Okay. What, yeah. Yeah. So give us a little insight. Maybe. Well, or at least what you've learned. Yeah. I think I know better. Hmm. And that's a, a, a sin problem I have myself. Okay. And you know that about me. I just always think I know better, but mm. um, that's why I, I build it on other things that aren't Jesus. And secondarily, I want instant gratification where he plays the long game. Oh, I want, so you know, if I can, if I can do it my way right now, easy peasy. Yeah, that's right. Take the easy way out where G, the way of Jesus is hey, take up that cross and follow me, and at the end of it, we'll die. What I often forget though, Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me, but he's the one who died on my cross. So he says, well, you follow me to death and then watch me die there. Wow. So we don't, we reject it because I don't want to do what Jesus says because I'm going to have to die, but we just follow him to that place of death. And then he lays down on the cross and dies for us. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. his sacrifice. Over and over and over again. That's really good. 
That's we, really good. So that's why I make it about other things than Jesus because I don't want to die. You think it's it's gonna hurt? It's, it's gonna, gonna hurt. be it's gonna yeah. be too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is a misconception out there that uh, following Jesus uh, means your life is less fun or fulfilled. Yeah. That's a big lie. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a probably at its core um, diabolical, satanic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not from God, but there's something that's saying, oh, if you surrender to Him, yeah, you're not gonna be you won't be live a full life. Is this is this the serpent in the garden? That's exactly what I'm thinking of. He's like going oh, to Adam and Eve. Yeah. You don't have a full life. Yeah. You're missing a piece. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. And what he has to offer us is the tree of life, so to speak, which is the cross of Jesus. Yeah. Just come to me and you'll find fulfillment. But it's interesting that we can speak about that because we know it. We know it's true. We've as the Bible says, tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Until your eyes are open to that, it's so hard to say. You don't know, do you? I don't know. I know. No. Which is why we preach Jesus. Yeah, which is why I think when when uh, people do the Christian juke, where they, they say all these wonderful things, God's gonna this, God's gonna bless, God's gonna everything, you know, fancy house, fancy car, fancy jewelry, fancy everything in Jesus' name, right? And then you get into the Christian faith. I don't, I, Number one, I think that's a false gospel. Secondarily, I think it, it's birthed out of this reality that they think it's too hard to sell the real follow wow. Jesus to death thing, yeah. right? But but all those things aren't real because just for your own fun, right? Read the lives of the disciples after Jesus. Every one of them, barring John, was martyred for their faith, right? There was no yeah. fancy cars, fancy jewelry, fancy anything with those guys. They lost their lives, right? And yet the argument can be made and yet live the most fulfilled life right? possibly on record. Yeah, and made more of an impact on history than any other person besides Jesus Christ, one could argue. Oh. And Jesus has made a huge impact in our, in our world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. More books written about him, more songs sung about him, more poems, more everything. The Bible is the most shoplifted book in history of the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you name it, Jesus is the big deal. Our calendar is separated from AD and BC because of yep. Jesus Christ. And on and on it goes. Um, he's the big deal. Yeah, it's real good. It's all I love it. Uh, one last question. Okay. Um, Acts 5.27. Peter said to the religious leaders, we must obey God rather than men. Mm. Has that phrase or that mindset, um, if you've ever had to use that yourself, maybe even in the context of religious leaders, mm. has that ever gotten you into trouble? Oh my God. Um, there are, yeah. So there's a couple times. Uh, you know, Stacy, my wife, she and I really planted this church together. And uh, of course, with the help of some wonderful young people, uh, of which you kind of became a part of early on as well. But, um, but ultimately, it was really Stacy and I really wrestling with the idea. Um, there's been moments, and not, this is not to throw her under the bus or anything like that, where, where she wanted one thing. She really felt like it was supposed to be this way. But, and I don't have an example, but I knew God was asking something else. And I actually had to stand in opposition to what Stacy was thinking, right? To do the thing that I felt God was leading me to, yeah. right? Um, it could be that I just got ahead of the game because typically with husbands and wives, 
we are one, eventually we'll all land in the same spot, but I might've just gone a little prematurely and so Stacy was just putting on the brakes, which is so wise for her. And I was like, no, God said do this, God said this. Um, so I actually had to stand in opposition to her. Had I given it some time, we would've came together yeah. to be one. And so anyways, uh, yeah, the only the only time I can think of that is with Stacy, mm. which is, sounds terrible. <laughs> but also really cool, because you still do it together and it yeah. still works that way and it's not a, separate and, and that's the thing about obeying God is that he doesn't destroy our lives as we know it when we obey him yes he might get rid of some things that aren't necessary but he doesn't that's just good. destroy us that's good yeah. I love it yeah preach Joe preach <laughs> it's all because of Jesus that's right that's well thanks I man say. I appreciate yeah, thank you, you coming in yep. being a part of this thanks a lot love you dude love you too